from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, security gang. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. And we have a packed show this morning. If you're not keeping up with the headlines, the reason you're tuning in is because we do. We're going to bring you all the latest. A lot going on in the world of healthcare. A lot going on in the world of healthcare. healthcare a lot going on in the geopolitics side of the house. So uh, it's going to be a, a busy, busy show this morning. Thank you all for tuning in live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, now X, Twitch, Rumble, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you all for tuning in this morning. You can also find us on your favorite podcast listening platform, whether you're on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts, you can always catch us there and make sure to give us a five-star rating when you do subscribe. Back show. Um, I'm dropping a whole bunch of new content on our Substack as promised. If you go to our Substack, jamesazar.substack.com, you can get all the latest. By the way, also, if you support our program, which is only $99 a year, we'll send you one of these travel mugs. Awesome espresso travel mug. It's got the awesome CyberHub podcast logo on it for free. We take on the shipping, send you the mug uh, just for your financial support of our show. So you can go check that out there. Now, without further ado, I want to thank my good friend Karen Warstall for this beautiful mug that I got yesterday for her nonprofit called Hevra, meaning uh, friendship friends. Um, and it's a they they raise money for victims uh, of 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 all kinds of tragedies all over the world have been supporting the Ukrainians and now the Israelis um, as they deal with everything going on there. So coffee cup, cheers and take you, Karen. Being that it's a, it's a big mug, not meant for espresso. Still awesome. That takes a while to sip. So <laughs> without further ado, we're going to get into this morning's show. Cause we've got a lot to talk about. If you're in the healthcare industry, brace yourself because Henry shine has been hit twice by the black cat ransomware group. Now, American healthcare company Henry Sheen, or I believe it's Sheen, has reported a second cyber attack this month by the Black Cat uh, Alpha 5 ransomware gang. They were breached in October by the group. Uh, Henry Sheen, or Shine, is a Fortune 500 healthcare company uh, with a Fortune 500 healthcare product and services provider with operations and affiliations in 32 countries and $12 billion in reported revenue last year. First disclosed on, on October 15th that I had to take some systems offline to contain a cyber attack that impacted its business one day before. More than a month later, on November 22nd, the company said that some of its apps and the e-commerce platform were again taken down following another attack claimed by the Black Cat ransomware gang as well. Sir and Henry Shine applications, including its e-commerce platform, are currently unavailable. The company continues to take orders using alternate means. And continues to ship to its customers. It's identified the cause of an occurrence. The threat actor from the previously disclosed cyber incident has claimed responsibility. They've now revealed that it's now restored its e-commerce platform, and it's expecting that its platform in Canada and Europe will be back online shortly. So you get hit twice by the same ransomware gang. They've allegedly stolen 35 terabytes of sensitive data. How blind were they to cyber? How do you not see 35 terabytes of data leave your environment? How's that not like a huge red flag? How's that any that amount of data? Ah, oh, 
We don't shame victims on this show, but we sure as hell can ask questions, and this is one of them. What kind of security controls did you have in play? Are you empowering your security team to actually do their job? What kind of impact is this going to have when you're hit twice within 40 days? Twice within 40 days. Yeah, a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Good morning, Brent, Tom, Rob, and a lot of our YouTube viewers. Good morning to all of y'all this morning as well. We continue with the Ardent Hospital ER uh, being disrupted in six states after ransomware attacks. Arden Healthcare, which is a healthcare provider operating 30 hospitals across six U.S. states, disclosed that its systems were hit on a, by a ransomware attack on Thursday of last week. Uh, they had to take their entire network offline, notify law enforcement, hire external experts to investigate the tax extent and impact. Uh, they became uh, aware of an IT cybersecurity incident on the morning of November 23rd, which had has since been determined to be a ransomware attack. So again, this was all happening on Thanksgiving weekend, y'all. Thanksgiving weekend, look at this trend. November 22nd, November 23rd, people were getting ready to check out, head out for a long holiday weekend, and this is what happens there. Uh, impacted hospitals are currently diverting all patients requiring emergency care to other hospitals in their area. However, they can still provide medical screening and stabilizing care to patients arriving in their ER, each hurt, uh, urgent hospital continues to evaluate its ability to safely care for critically ill patients uh, in its emergency rooms as they try to bring this together. They don't know if there's been any sort of data theft at the moment. Uh, they operate 30 hospitals across Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Kansas, New Jersey, and Idaho, and collaborate with over 1,400 other affiliated healthcare providers spanning in those six states. So that's significant, significant for the healthcare industry. Slovenia's largest power provider, HSE, has also been hit by a ransomware attack. The holding Slovenic Electronici, Electrani, you know, this show, if nothing else, will teach you how to spell, has suffered a ransomware attack that compromised the system and encrypted files. The company says the incident didn't disrupt its power production. And again, this is the separation between IT and OT systems. This likely impacted its IT systems in some of its operational data, uh, operational like IT operations, but not their OT operations, meaning their ability to continue to produce uh, electricity. And again, this part of Europe, Slovenia, the Slavic area, Eastern Europe, they've all kind of seen the types of attacks on critical infrastructure because of what Russia's done in the Ukraine. And we'll get to that here in just a minute. And now they're kind of building resiliency based on those attacks. And we should be as wise as some of our European partners are in terms of approaching this. This was uh, the news were reported on Saturday. The attack started on Wednesday with the company finally containing it on Friday the director of information security office, Oris Civetti, told the media that all power generation operations remain unaffected by the attack. IT systems and files were locked by the crypto virus and have called on that as well. This is being pointed to the Rashida ransomware gang, which has been active lately, prompting the FBI and CISA to issue warnings about them. And we talked about them here last week on the show as well. So, Slovenia dealing with their own critical infrastructure issues. 
Ukraine, for their end, are saying they hacked the Russian Aviation Agency. This is from the Ukraine's intelligence service operating under the Defense Ministry. They've claimed that they hacked Russia's Federal Air Transport Agency, Rosa Vyatisea, to expose a purported collapse of Russia's aviation sector. They're the agency responsible for overseeing the civil aviation industry in Russia, keeping records of flights or emergency. According to the announcement by Ukraine, after breaching the Russian agency and stealing documents, they determined that the Russian aviation sector is suffering due to sanctions and ability to repair its planes properly. Oh, no way. You'll say, you don't say sanctions have crippled the aviation sector where Russian planes are only flying to a handful of countries. No. It took the Ukraine hacking the Russian aviation to give us information which was already well known, especially if you're an aviation fanatic like yours truly, then you would you would know that. Um, they're saying that the civil aviation sector of Russia is on the verge of collapse. Um, so, you know, is it on the verge of collapse? It's probably very disrupted. Um, but then again, Russia has an alliance with China. China's got their own aircrafts and at some point, they'll just replace Boeing and Airbus with Chinese aircrafts if they wanted to. So there's that. Yesterday in Israel, a early kind of cyber attack, which was initially feared, is now being reported as something else, although it's been censored by the military establishment. So there's some foreign reporting on this, although none of it ha- we've been able to identify correctly. The massive cyber attack yesterday took down all emergency phone service lines to uh, the fire department, the Hatzalah, um, again, David Adon, which is uh, their version of ambulances. Hatzalah is also uh, uh, emergency medical services and the fire department. They were down for around three hours after Bezik uh, lines all went down. They're saying it's a malfunction. However, some reports have said it was a cyber attack. Some groups associated with Hamas and Iran have claimed responsibility for it, although they didn't prove um, if they did it. So this is kind of unsure. But nonetheless, um, the Israelis came out pretty quick. They introduced new plans and new ways to contact the fire departments through either SMS or the disability non-emergency lines. And uh, good good recovery there within three hours. Services were back online. Um, And while this is happening during a war, uh, they seem to handle that specific crisis very well. Bezik is one of the largest tele it's the largest telecom in Israel. In fact, they pretty much possess a monopoly uh, in Israel. So there's that. The open source file sharing and collaboration software own cloud is plagued by critical vulnerabilities that could lead to the exposure of credentials and other sensitive information to authentication and validation bypass. The most serious carries a CVSS score of 10 out of 10. It impacts the Graph API app, which uses a third-party library providing a URL that when accessed reveals the PHP environment's configuration. Detailed information includes all environment variables of the web server and containerized deployments. These environment variables may include sensitive data, such as own cloud admin password, mail server credentials, and license keys, according to own cloud indoor advisory. Additional sensitive data included may allow an attacker to gather further information about the system and the variables should be concerning for all administrators if phone cloud is not running in a containerized environment. The issue impacting graph API version 0.20 to 0.30 um, is there. Uh, disabling the app doesn't eliminate the vulnerability. 
Um, so there's that as well. The second vulnerability has a CVSS security uh, severity rating of 9.8. It is described as an authentication bypass in the web DAV API through pre-signed URLs. It is possible to access, modify, or delete any file without authentication if the username of the victim is known and the victim has no signing key configured, which is the default, by the way. The bug impacts core versions 10.6.0 to 10.13.0. And the third bug with a CVSS score of 9 or out of 10 impacts the OAuth 2 app versions prior to 0.6.1 and could lead to bypass of subdomains, according to own cloud. There, no uh, uh, patches as of yet. They do have some workarounds there as well. A coordinated law enforcement operation has led to arrest of key individuals in the Ukraine who are alleged to be part of several ransomware schemes. Sorry, this happened last week on the 21st of November. 30 properties were searched in the regions of Kiev, Cherkessy, Ravine, and Vinitsaya, resulting in the arrest of a 32-year-old ringleader, according to Europol. Four of the ringleader's most active accomplices were also detained. The development comes more than two years after 12 peoples were apprehended in connection with the same operations. They're linked to Locker, Goga, Megacortex, and Dharma ransomware families have estimated to have targeted 1,800 victims across 71 countries since at least 2019 and could have been behind the Hive ransomware organization as well. So these are the guys who could have gotten away. It involved authorities from France, Germany, Netherlands, Norway, Switzerland, Ukraine, and the U.S. in this takedown job well done. In our final story of the day, cyber company Chimera enters bankruptcy after missing over $7 million worth of debt. Chimera submitted an urgent request for an order to initiate proceedings to go out of business here. Um, These guys are um, um, accumulated debts worth of 7.4 million. Chimera, for those who don't know, um, are essentially uh, kind of like an NSO brainchild. Kind of few people from NSO went, started the company by... Uh, Omri Lavi and Shalev Holo, who also founded and led NSO, then left Chimera to NSO. Um, and now the current directors, Shalom Turjaman and Yaakov Galanti, and two unnamed Chinese citizens uh, are the directors of the company. The company has apparently cured uh, a lot of debt and is defunct, no longer operational, showing you the threats um, that imminent from some of these uh, companies as they accumulate death and white third-party vendor management, especially with your cybersecurity program is critical. Any tool you use, any vendor you've got, right, will, will, will end up costing you something. Uh, you just want to be able to manage those risks effectively. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back tomorrow live right here at 9 a.m. Eastern with all the latest and greatest. Make sure to subscribe. Go check out our Substack. And if nothing else, have a great rest of your day, y'all. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in and stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.